Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, it's Jack, Andrew and Ross back once again with nine lovely pitches. I can't believe there's another pay-per-view so soon after the last. Creeps up on you, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it Just does. Just like you do <laughs> in the corridors at night. That's a bit, oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not, but thank you. It's time, of course, for Revolution, which I'm already deeming to be, regardless of match quality or anything, it's the, it's the odd one out. It's the Survivor Series of AEW's Big Four. It's mm. the least heralded. Mm. Double or nothing's the WrestleMania. Oh, okay. They've said that themselves. Oh, right, okay. yeah. Yes, yeah, they have. Yeah. I always see All Out as a big one as well. Oh, I uh, thought that as well. It's Double or Nothing and All Out. Full and gear, the other two. Yeah. And then <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> yeah. Even though Revolution has produced some bangers in the past, and hopefully it will again this mm. weekend. Um, we've got nine lovely pitches. We're going to go around in a circle. Ross, then Andrew, then myself. Usually I ask how you're doing, and I haven't done that yet. It's all right. How are you doing? Uh, not new. No, all not right. new. Andrew, nothing new. Yeah, nothing new. No, nothing new. No, nothing, nothing new. Nothing new at all. Uh, yeah, nothing new. <laughs> I, I wait. I'm back from last week. I got ill last week. Oh, God, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm yeah. feeling all right. Oh, it's no, all right. No, God, That's a question. Fine. How do you keep getting COVID? How do, that is the question <laughs> that I think is on the tip of everyone's so. How many times now? Three times. Is that what was more? How do I manage to get it? Like, I don't go out anywhere. I'm a little hermit, a little nerd that just sits in his corner and is in the flat, just like, just oh, doing that all the time. You want to find a different corner than the COVID <laughs> corner. <laughs> the COVID corner. Shaq, um, right, how are you doing? I am not too bad. Yeah? I just can't wait to talk about some of our really intelligent pitches. You see these new t-shirts? <laughs> He's got a wonderful new t-shirt. Show I everybody. Moved, you wanted I to had, show everybody. I had this on the desk and I moved it because I was like, I want to get my t-shirt in shot. <laughs> Um, yeah, there you go, everyone's Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Um, right. Uh, nine pitches. We'll go around in a circle. Ross, then Andrew, then myself. Three times we'll end up with nine lovely pitches for AEW Revolution 2023. But remember the golden, the most golden of all the rules. It's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we, we want, want to happen. happen. Ross, your first pitch, please. Jamie Hayter wins the Women's Triple Threat to retain the AEW Women's World Championship. Britt Baker and Rebel are in the ring celebrating. Everything is going so well. They maybe even get the champagne out. It's that momentous of an occasion. But one thing I do know for sure, with the champagne being in a bit of doubt in this pitch, mm-hmm. is that Tony Schiavone heads to the ring to join in with the festivities. Oh. As the party in the ring is just threatening to get well and truly started, we hear Tony cut the poo! YouTube's ruined many of these promos in this this pitch. Uh, Jade Cargill appears on the ramp all alone. She heads down to the ring saying, I'm bloody bored of being this TBS champion. I've beat everyone, yet I still can't get close to these heifers in the ring. Brandy Brandy Rhodes taught me that word. Oh, yeah, she did. She said it to Jade. Yeah, she said it to Jade. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Who told you it was open mic night? Yeah. Mm. Heifers. Um, I've got an idea, Jade says, as she turns her attentions directly to Jamie Hater. You see that belt there, you doylem? Jade adds, pointing at Jamie's AEW women's title. I want it. So here's what we'll do. I'll put mine in the middle, my TBS title. You put yours in the middle. Between now and the next pay-per-view, double or nothing I imagine it is because Wikipedia doesn't have anything listed at the moment, so I can't be too sure. Me and you are going to wrestle one singles match per week. The lady who has the most wins from now up until the week of double or nothing heads into our singles match on the pay-per-view one up right that's a, a, a tantalizing tease on okay. purpose oh. jamie's then being all posh and southern by saying one up what a preposterous statement <laughs> what a load of balder dash you can say tally hurt that idea old bean <laughs> total pep mm. she tries to leave but then jay's like jamie Cut the poo. Once again, thank you, YouTube, for ruining the emphasis on these promos. Jade adds, I'll say one up because the lady who has the most wins heading into double or nothing will be one fall up. What? In loud crowd gasp. (gasps) Our 60-minute Iron Woman unification match. The lady with the most fall or the most wins over the next two months will enter the match one fall to nil in the lead. So strap up your boots, oh bonnie God. lady. Jamie starts licking her lips. Hmm, this really is bloody tantalizing. In fact, I'd wager this idea is absolutely ravishing. You're on there, Jade. <laughs> Jade goes into the match one up because you don't want to throw away her first loss no. in the company yeah. to in the build up to a pay-per-view. Jamie can get screwed over by Layla Gray or something like that in the build to the thing. I can see how people are now saying it would be a negative to get rid of the secondary women's title in AEW, but how poor the division or the, the title picture is now with Jade in it. Imagine mm. a world where Jade isn't in it. And I don't want yeah. to imagine that mm. world. So I'd rather just unify the two titles and have a proper, you know, all guns are blazing uh, women's world title division um, just with one belt because I think it'll just be better for the women's division as a whole because currently they've got two titles and they're not using them very well, both mm. the belts at the same time. Mm. So I'll let's have a unification match with either Hater or Jade eventually getting a big massive win at double or nothing. <sighs> oh, mm. it's an interesting one. I was nearly, I'm glad I didn't know, I was nearly going to also pitch Jade versus Jamie, but... Um, it wasn't quite the same path. That you, I didn't think of the whole series and the Iron Woman. and uh, It's a no from me. Oh, oh, it's been about three months since there's been a no on this video series. No. <laughs> the reason is, I've got a reason. I don't, I don't think that Jade Cargill, I don't think her wheelhouse is, is long matches. Oh. Mm. I don't want to criticize a woman who could kill me if she wanted to. <laughs> but I, I don't know if that's her, her bag. I don't know if that's her game. Bag. Her bag. It might be her bag. It might be. We just, just don't know what her, her bag is. That's true. That's true. Gucci. Andrew. I'm like here. I'm teetering on the fence. I did this um, first because I thought this was my best. I one. mean, it is very good. <laughs> I like I like the creativeness of it. I should um, point out Ross has been off all week, so he's not had long to. I got back at the Newcastle upon time after a Wembley weekend yesterday evening. Yeah. Ooh, so I'm not with it at all. <laughs> I spent all weekend thinking of these pitches. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence about it's it. Watching Newcastle walk out of Wembley, like, how do I get Jade Cargill? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I like the idea. I think it's a really good idea. I think you've uh, made some good points there in terms of. Just give it me, Andrew. Just. Just go on, give it me. Stop. Well, no, this is the thing. Stop they, no, me up. I'm not. I'm, I'm telling on. you. I'm telling. You, I think there's some good points in there because I think, like, on one hand, Jade's great, but as Jack says, 
also not sure long matches are a wheelhouse and also just the TBS championship in general just feels like it feels like there's no credible challenges I don't think, oh, I think Maybe that's actually, until... to Ross's point I think he addressed that in the he did, he that's did. why I'm getting rid of it no no exactly and that's what I'm saying I think that's a good I think that's a good idea and why maybe it should happen but I mean, the only challenge I can think of is when Chris Statlander comes back. Oh, yeah. That's yes. the only thing. And then maybe things can start getting a little bit a little bit better when that happens. Um, but it just feels inconsequential at the moment. But if uh, if we could somehow get like the... Well, I guess the streak would be involved in that, right? That would be a big thing that's on the line oh, as yeah. well for Jade Cargill. Mm. Ooh, maybe actually. I could have gone title versus streak. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a yes from me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm going to I'm going to uh, it's a yes no. I'm going to lean towards yes so because nice. it could Just give say no, I'm, I'm going nice to lean towards yes because it could because it could it could benefit uh it could benefit the the women's roster and the title as well. Like there's no what? no point I in having something there if it's not really getting used. Exactly. That's so much. I think the role we've been on with yeses recently really gives an added gravitas whenever there's a no. Gravitas. I like it. I like how it does. Yeah. yeah. You're cracking under the pressure already. It's oh. like it's like our own streak that we that we you we're, know we we've are just broken Cargill, our own yeah. our own streak. Yes. So it's a no and a yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> is, it, is it, what's the word, a tentative yes? It's going to be a rough video from here on out for me. <laughs> no, because have, have you Ross. done any silly ones? Nah, I'm here with you. I'm here this with you. This is AEW pitches. You need to be serious all the time. Yeah, yeah. true. Andrew. I'm going over first to the Texas death match between Moxley and Hangman Page. Now, a lot of my pitches, right, everybody? Just putting it out there now. A lot of them start with builds on dynamite first. A lot of them, all of them I'm start with builds on dynamite. It's, it's almost, big. It's over a page long. I, it's because oh, I feel it's like I'm. Uh, it's because I feel like I've over-explained myself quite a bit <laughs> no, here to get on. points across. No, go on, uh, go on. But here we go, right? But yes, before we get to the Texas Death Match, we look towards the Casino Tag Team Battle Royale on this Wednesday's Dynamite. Both Reynolds and Silver from the Dark Audio and Claudio and Yuta from the Blackpool Combat Club are in the match. And if we remember last week, those two teams got into it following the Moxley Evil Uno main event of mm -hmm. Dynamite, right? So backstage before the Battle Royale, Reynolds and Silver are interviewed about what happened last week. But before they can get much of a word in, Yuta and Claudio enter to belittle the members of the Dark Order. They called the whole team a mockery of professional wrestling and what Moxley did to Uno should be seen as mercy and a message for the team to step away from the sport on their own accord. Otherwise, the BCC will make the decision for them and make it a permanent decision. Whoa. Bloody hell fire, right? Right? They're, they're being naughty recently, though, a bit, aren't they? Mm. So, cut to the Wheeler Battle Royale. Wheeler was being a heel, baby. It was. Cut to the battle royale, and these two teams absolutely waste no time in colliding as Reynolds and Silver look to exact revenge on the BCC for the beatdown Moxley laid in on Uno. And then the heated exchange leads to both of the teams eliminating themselves, and then they scrap through the crowd and out through the arena. And later in the evening, Hangman is seen frantically scouring the corridors of the Cow Palace in San Francisco, looking for his buddies, and he finally does. However, they're surrounded by backstage personnel. When Hangman finally manages, he sifts through the crowd. He swifts, he swifts, he sifts through the swarm of people. <laughs> and he finds Reynolds and Silver laying on the ground. They're out oh. cold, they're blooded. And they're laid out in like the hangman tarot card position. Do you remember oh, this from way back in the day? And everyone was saying it's hangman who's done it. Allah, as I said here, Allah, that one time, yeah, that yeah. one time Moxley was attacked backstage two weeks before his what match with Omega. Hmm? What was the position again? It's like the one leg is like crossed oh, yeah. underneath the other and the other is like straight out. So it's like that. 
And uh, that could signify what's about to happen to Adam Page in his future come revolution. So we get to the Texas death match on Sunday. It's as brutal as I think we're all expecting it to be with Hangman going the extra mile to exact revenge on the BCC member for what happened to his pals. The match draws to its conclusion with Moxley seemingly having the upper hand as he locks in a barbed wire assisted bulldog choke on Hangman. But as John- What did you just do that? Bulldog choke. <laughs> That's the bulldog yeah, choke, yeah, yeah. Ross. I didn't get that hand in. There we go. Is that all right? <laughs> I'm just flexing. That's what I'm doing. Flexing, Russ. What did you think he was doing? He literally just sat there and went, No, 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 <laughs> I no, no, no. I didn't do that. Come on no, now. Was, I saw what you were doing. You were, thank, thank you, your Jack. opponent thank was struggling you, against it. Thank you, you were, very yeah, much. Yeah. Thank you for, for being on my side there. Just because I gave him a tentative yes earlier. <laughs> uh, but as, uh, but, so yes, sorry. So Moxley gets oh, the assisted bulldog show. Sorry. Oh, quite embarrassed. Not a little sexy pack. Um, but yeah, John feels Hangman's weight shift and try as he tries to escape from the hole, but John transitions into a Death Rider instead, mm. only for Paige to hoy Moxley up and reverse it into a desperation dead eye onto some tax or something for good measure. I put maybe to signify it's done to get the victory and uh, even the scores between the two men, 2-2. Two, two. Now, after the match, an emotional hangman hoists Moxley up to his knees to deliver a message. He tells John that it's done, it's over, we're even now, you leave me in the Dark Order alone, we go our separate ways before it gets worse for either one of us. And hangman wants affirmation from Mox, so he holds out his hand in hopes that John will accept his offering to end this all. But, looking like Gromit when he gets jam-tossed all over him in the wrong trousers, Moxley just flips Paige off before, out of nowhere, Claudio and Uter enter the ring to attack him from behind, which also brings Hamman down to his knees and onto Moxley's level. So John tells Paige, it's not over till I say it's over. This is what he wanted after all, right? He wanted another match in the first place. You didn't take me seriously after I tried to warn you. If you want this to be finished, I'll do what I should have done before when I left you concussed on the mat. I'll make sure it's finished. Full stop, mm. you dafty. Uterine Claudio, bring Hamman to his feet, drape him over the ropes and onto the apron before Maxley, uh, Maxley, before Moxley wraps his arm in barbed wire once again. He's gonna do the hang. He's gonna hang Hangman. He's gonna hang Hangman. He's gonna do like the choke, like what Brody King did to Darby Allen and have Uter and Claudio sweep Paige's legs out from underneath him. But before the BCC can go through with their devious plan, no, no, it's all about the Cold baby. baby appears on the ramp. <laughs> He's got a chair in hand, but that's still there's still a three on two advantage here for the BCC. And as a combat club, they laugh. Claudio and Wheeler start walking towards an outnumbered Adam Cole, only for another superstar to make their long-awaited return oh to god. even the odds. Oh my god, Mr. Kyleth O'Reilly. Oh, that's even better than what I was. Oh, at the side of his friend. I thought you were gonna. I, I thought you were saying punk. Now, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> now I was thinking, like, do I want because. Hangman's been talking about mending fences with people, and, I, and a lot of people have sort of taken this as mending fences with the books and mm. and uh, Kenny Omega and everything. And I thought maybe to twist it on its head with like what's happened with um, Adam Cole's injury and then Paige's injury recently. Maybe they've come to like you know mutual respect for each other, what they've been through and everything like that. And also Hangman and Cole have been uh, Bullet Club teammates as well, mm. and they've tag teamed a few times before and stuff. And maybe they've mended fences, they've come back together being like you can't do that to people Blackpool Combat no, Club people want to wrestle they don't want to get hurt again <laughs> I get it something, something like that something like that and then you, you've, we, we've turned Blackpool Combat Club full on heels you've still got Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly now in his baby faces they've come back 
Um, I know Cole said he's not wrestling until that uh, access uh. show um, comes up, but at the same time, he doesn't have to wrestle, does he? He can just be there as an appearance just to like come to the aid of Hangman. This is a brilliant pitch because Ooh. what you've done here is set up gang warfare between the BCC yep. and the UE lads. You've set up the return to AEW for Bobby Fish. No, and I, no think I never said that. That man. is the greatest pitch <laughs> in the history. Why is the line? What? It's the greatest pitch in the history of the series. Bobby yeah. Fish making his comeback to AEW. I never said Bobby Fish. <laughs> I never <laughs> said Bobby Fish. It's <laughs> fishing season. <laughs> and then he comes in and yeah. There's yeah. carp everywhere at AEW <laughs> and the Something. fisherman is there. John Moxley says something seems fishy about yeah. this, and then he comes out. That, that's, that is the thing I would ask of you. The yeah. BCC have more men. Mm. Kyle and Adam need friends. Who yeah, <laughs> well, uh, sorry, this is another thing I completely forgot. Oh, I think hey. it was on a BTE, um, being the elite. Uh, the Dark Order were trying to recu- recruit Adam Cole. Um, in the in the things, and he was being like, "I'll oh, do budge. it, yeah, oh, I'll do yeah, it, yeah, as long yeah, as I'm yeah. not called Budge." Yeah. So he's also coming to the aid of his friends oh, in the Dark Order oh, too. Um, so that could work out that way. You've all, explained that well. That, well there we go. That's why I've overexplained it. They all play games yeah. together. Backstage they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not knives and drugs and no, 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 that. Um, right. Is it yes from me as well? Thank you. I think Rosario. Oh, it was a resounding yes. Was it? <laughs> I was just, I thought the Bobby Fish thing but <laughs> was <laughs> why you were saying yes, even though there was no mention of him. But thank you. Mine's a yes. I like how you've turned the Blackpool Combat Club heel. Because mm. I think now that Adam Cole's a face, there's a bit of a maybe a gap for a, a top, like a main event level heel on the yeah. side of the roster. Apart from Jericho and MJF, I can't think of. Mm. Uh, there probably is, but I like the idea of Moxley, especially as a heel. I think he'd be scary. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of scary heel Moxley. And I like that you've managed to avoid, because I'm not looking forward to it, Hangman being mates with the Bucks again. Yeah. They've been horrible friends to they him. They have been yeah. horrible friends. And he friends. shouldn't, he, they don't deserve him. And that's why as well, as we were saying, if if the, the Dark Order are looking to recruit Adam Cole, at least he's still within the Dark Order. It doesn't make him a fickle friend, okay. as some might think yeah. he might be if he goes back with the Elite and Kevin. Yeah. Mm. Nice mm. stuff. Mm. I've got my road agent hat on for this one. Um, this is this is I, I've done the the Iron Man match between MJF and Brian Danielson. Oh, nice! And I've basically this pitch is you know how sometimes we do long term ones. This one's just the match, mm-hmm. just the match itself. This is how I wanted to go. It's an hour long, so I've right. What the pitch? So the pitch <laughs> is just the match. No, no. <laughs> it's the start of the Iron Man match, and MJF tries to do a Brock Lesnar. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm. The angle Iron Man match. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where he, yeah. So he immediately grabs the title belt and goes to hit Brian, who avoids it and nails MJF with a pair of brass knuckles he's had hidden in his tights, <gasps> like William Regal. Mm. One nil MJF. But the momentum's with Brian knows what he's doing. Uh, MJF shakily gets to his feet. Brian drills him again. The ref is furious. It's 2-0 MJF. The ref takes the brass knuckles off Brian, who's I've put who's doing his slight arsehole smile. You know, and he's like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. His lips go a bit weird, yeah. <laughs> Um, MJF wobbles back to his feet. Now he's bleeding. Brian charges with a running knee. One, two, three. Two, one, MJF. And Brian goes to the ref. Is that one okay? Does that one count for me, mate? Is that one <laughs> so Brian's like got an edge about him in this match. It's not. He's got to match MJF on his level of being an arse. Another running knee, but this time MJF avoids it and falls through the ropes to the outside. Brian goes after him and lays the smacketh down and the match is underway, but it's two, one, MJF. The first portion of the match is MJF just trying to survive while Danielson reminds everyone why he was so feared in Ring of Honor. (laughs) He's lighting MJF up with kicks, stretching him with submissions, pulling him into the ring post, and being really, really nasty. The fans are obviously loving this. MJF's getting all the comeuppance and everything. 
MJF, though, out of nowhere, snags Brian's injured arm, which they've really been building up for weeks now, I think, uh, with the armbar, and Danielson immediately submits because of tactics. Of put. He doesn't want to be weakened throughout mm. the match, so he just goes, oh, I'll tap out now. 2-2, mm. two, two, both of them square off, like, oh, I see, we're both very clever wrestlers indeed. That's <laughs> what's being <laughs> told there. But MJF then goes, what about this, though, and clocks Brian with a huge right hand, and we see that he's slipped on the dynamite diamond ring. It's 3-2 Brian, oh but then MJF pins him. To, he's done what Brian did to him mm. at the start of the match. It's 3-3. Three, three. Um, the latter half of the match is now reversed. It's Brian clinging on while MJF tries everything to go one fall ahead. But Danielson is just too good at wrestling. As we approach the end of the hour, despite being the older man, Brian is clearly doing better, like Floyd Mayweather towards the end of his match with Conor McGregor. I don't know why I did that and put that in. But <laughs> I just remember being surprised that like this 40-year-old man was fresh as a daisy and Conor McGregor. I can't was... remember anything from that. No. Were you drunk? I think we were. <laughs> yeah, we were. Went, I I remember, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the sports bar. Filthy but nasties, wasn't it? I wasn't actually there. Oh. I just remember hearing that everyone had a few. <laughs> um, anyway, where was I up to? Oh, yeah, a bit of a... Uh, anyway, Brian's doing the yes kicks. He measures MJF for a big last one and shushes the crowd so they can hear the impact. But because they've gone quiet, we hear MJF say something really horrible to Brian. I've said, you can make up your own minds with this one. I've gone for Nikki was always better than Brie in ring or your children will probably only be okay wrestlers. <laughs> Something that really will offend Brian. That'll get him. He then spits at Brian, who's absolutely furious, and low blows MJF, 4-3 to MJF, but then Brian blasts him with a knee to make it 4-4, and then transitions straight away into the label lock. He really cranks back, shouting at MJF, really wanting him to suffer, because he's furious now, Brian. The only problem is, there's only a few seconds left in the match, and the scores are tied. As Brian pulls back further and further, MJF uses his momentum against him, rolls back into a pinning predicament, and Brian is so blinded by rage and so intent on punishing him, he doesn't release the hold. Oh. Uh, ref counts three, time runs out, and it's 5-4 MJF, and he's bloody oh, won. He's sneaked out Sneak there, has he? Boy. <laughs> oh. So close. <laughs> It's a yes from me. Thank you. The drama at the end there. Mm. Oh, I can feel the rage already. <laughs> My issue was, would, would this cause people to be really cross this ending after an hour? Would people be like, oh. That's the point. That's the point, oh, yeah. isn't it? With MJF. I guess so, yeah. And I right. think, yeah, that's why it gets a yes from me as well. I Thank like you. the drama in it. Um, I do think MJF is going to use some sort of tactics regarding Brian's family. Uh Somehow. He has mentioned them in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think something might happen there. Just but... gets birdie and throws it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He, like, picks a kid out of the crowd or something. He picks a kid out of the crowd. <laughs> well, one of Danielson's kids, not just a kid, but he picks one of Danielson's Well, you shouldn't pick birdie. You should just fly away. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a yes from me because I think this match... A lot of people seem to be really, um, at least online from what I've read, a lot of people seem to either be really looking forward to this match or not looking forward to it at all, saying that, like, MJF can't, probably can't go, like, 60 minutes. Of course he like can. That. No, I he think can, he can. He can, he can. Well, he can absolutely. do a special, yeah. everything he just chooses not to. Yeah, he's no, a, yeah, that's he's it. He's a collegiate athlete. I think, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I think, like, adding the drama into something like this as well, as well as the wrestling that you've done there, too, mm -hmm. is a nice, it's a nice balance between the two things. Thank you very much. Yeah. Ross. Oh, right, you've two have done long ones. Here comes my long one. 
The face of the revolution ladder match is happening tonight is where Satir on Dynamite he Samoa Joe, for some reason, is on commentary for the match. Samoa Joe is the current TNT champion. Takeshita wins the face of the revolution ladder match. He faces Joe at a future date that isn't the pay-per-view because with seven matches on the card and one of those matches being at least an hour long, that's long enough for a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. We all watch on a marvel and see what those two artists paint with their wrestling <laughs> painting brushes. After Takeshita gets a massive career-making win over Joe, he's an approach by Adam Cole. Adam Cole's comeback match is happening sometime during March to coincide with the debut of AEW All Access. I googled it before we came here. No date has been set. It just says March. March, Uh, Takeshita suggests that he and Cole should have Cole's comeback match for the title. Cole accepts. We watch on a marvel to see what these two artists paint with their wrestling paper (laughs) brushes. Okay. Yeah, that's a good pitch. Whoa! I mean, it's not the most specific pitch, but I don't mind. (laughs) Because, yeah, fair enough. I've laid out the the future yeah, the future of the TNT title there you certainly have done. the they, lineage has been furthered they don't all have to be epics do they no no they don't it's a yes from me it's a yes from and me and god for that we're back well. on track I can't wait to picture what these artists will paint with their brushes, brushes I mean it's going to their... be perfect whatever it is is it broad wait, strokes what or is are it the, fine details there's two matches you've set up there Joe yeah. well Takeshita wins the face of the revolution yeah. not a match this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. He goes and faces Joe because Joe's on commentary for the match. And yeah. I assume he'll go and square up with the winner of the match. Uh, Cole then comes back. And then Cole, while well, Takeshita challenges Cole for Cole's comeback match. Yeah. So you're saying then that Samoa Joe wins the match at Revolution as well against Wardlow? Is there any, Oh, yeah. 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 Might have, forgot, that too. Might, might have forgot that one's happening. But, it's uh, fine. Yeah, he does, yeah. It's fine. I'm he quite wins, worried because one of my pitches is about that match. Have you done one for Wardlow? I've Joe? done one for Takeshi as well. Oh. That's oh. like an overview of what I want to see I might happen. have forgotten about the Revolution match, but I yes, Joe know, wins that one. Yeah. That makes no happen. sense. It's what no, we want no, to happen. It might do in my pitch. <laughs> yeah, it might make sense, knows. actually. Yeah. But he snipped his head because of the... The dad. Uh, he all, did. <laughs> don't worry, it's all explained. It's fine. He's got extensions now. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it as well. Because that's some of my favourite wrestlers right there. Three of my favourite wrestlers, isn't that? Isn't that nice? It just needs to be yeah. done and then I'll be like your And then it would be. Yeah, it would yeah. be. It would be my four horsemen of now. Mm. I'll keep going. 
so yeah, mine's about Takeshita as well. Um, and it's more to do with like the deepening relationship between Takeshita and Don Callis. Oh. Um, so again, yeah, it's just to plant the seeds for something down the line. Not Maybe not specifically anything for Revolution, but what happens at Revolution can then affect what happens later on. So uh, back to Wednesday night and the face of the Revolution ladder match. We cut to a shot backstage of Kanosuke Takeshita getting ready for the match when he's about to be approached by an interviewer. But before they manage to get a moment with Takeshita, we hear a voice off screen say, stop, stop, you're stressing him out before his big match. Get, get away with you, off you go. That voice belongs to Don Callis, who wishes themselves into shot to speak with Kanosuke. Specifically, Don has come to ask whether Takeshita has thought about his proposition at all. And that's when Don gave Takeshita his business card during Dark Elevation in Jean Yurai. Uh, Kanosuke uh, says he's still thinking about it, and Don doesn't push too hard. Instead, he's like, all right, all right, but listen, look, if you let me help you, you wouldn't have to think as much, and you can focus more on your matches. By the way, what I said before about you perhaps taking a little too much on, maybe wait on the sidelines a little bit tonight. Pick your opportunities. Let the others do the work for you. And you might be surprised by the out by, by the outcome. <laughs> by the outcome. <laughs> what was that? Like from Preston or something? Yeah, yeah. Match time comes and we see Takeshita absolutely shining, but he's sort of taking it, uh, taking in what Callis said previously to him as well. He's more methodical with where he enters the match, picking and choosing his moments to get involved. And we maybe get a spot where like all the high fly flyers have taken out the participants in the match before they themselves start brawling. You've got Commander, Action Andretti and AR Fox. They have some insane back and forth and they wipe Every, they wipe themselves out of the match, out of the ring. And it leaves Sammy Guevara all on his lonesome inside the squared circle. Mm. Sammy climbs the ladder. However, with it being a ladder match, there's another ladder. You know when they've got it like propped up against the ladder that's already like properly set up? There's a ladder that's propped up and that allows Takeshita to seize the moment and he darts up it and does that running knee do bosh. He yeah, yeah, he's he hard sure as nails, can. isn't he? He's an athletic man. Yeah. Uh, he runs up, does the knee to Guevara's face and secures the brass ring. And then Callis just appears on the ramp. He's clapping and smiling as both men acknowledge each other with a knowing nod. And the revolution comes round. And before the trio's tag title match, we get a segment between Konosuke, Don, and the Elite. And the Elite congratulate Konosuke on his victory on Wednesday. But they're like, "Why? what are you here for? Because you're not even working the show. And Don's like, well, I've personally invited Takeshita here to talk business, hoping that all five of them can go for a nice dinner to celebrate their victories after the Elite retain the trio's titles tonight. There's a brief interaction between just Omega and Takeshita as well, where Omega cockily expresses how impressed he is with uh, Konosuke's progression over the years, but he's still got a long way to go. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll teach you how to run a wheel, wheel wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> a real wrestling championship. Oh. A real, maybe one day he'll teach yeah. him how to win a real wrestling championship uh, somewhere down the line. Yeah. Unfortunately for the elite revolution, however, they're unsuccessful in retaining their titles and they lose them to the House of Black. And sort of from here, we can see Kenny desperately trying to get the titles back, or a title back, looking to Callis for advice. But Callis is, is now like shunning Kenny a little bit and sort of looking towards Konosuke as being the future of this group. And he's getting pushed out a little bit. You can still have Takeshita being sort of the, the baby face, but Callis trying to 
like corrupt him. Co- not corrupt him, but I think trying to exploit him, knowing that he is possibly the yeah. future of wrestling. And he's trying to do this, and then we can finally get like the match between Kanosuke and Kenny because they've had little bits together. I think they've teamed together at some points. They've had um, they've had matches together, and I think Kenny's even said before, like people have been saying for years that Kanosuke is the future of wrestling, and it's been like ten years or so since like one of the matches they've had and people are still saying is the future and he's not really progressing this, that and the other. And then we can get that eventually. And yeah. It's a yes from me because I'm... Takeshita always used to... Well, not always, but quite often would feature on my Wrestlers of the Week. Mm. And he'd be like winning multiple titles in DDT and stuff. Yeah. So I was surprised when he came to AEW after about four months, they were like, Takeshita trying to get his first win here on Dynamite. I was like, what? Yeah. So yeah, it's weird how he's come. He's gone from being like a, a actual main eventer in a promotion mm. to building himself back up again. But it is working. Mm-hmm. I like this. I'm getting Anakin Skywalker, Emperor Palpatine <gasps> vibes. Yes. Do it. Do it. Yeah. It's sad. Why um, is it sad? Just that Anakin got corrupted by. Oh Palpatine. yeah, that's pretty sad. So it's a yes from me. Thank you. I'm getting Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio vibes. Don versus Kenny <laughs> custody of a Kenosuke <laughs> match. <laughs> How's Don going to win that? Yeah. By wrestling? He was a wrestler? Yeah, I guess he was. nice shoes. Was Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, right, he was. Cyrus. In the Canadian uh, independent scene before the ECW days. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a yes for me as well. Thank you. That was a a stupid joke for me at the end there. I do like the way that, you know, the corruption might happen. It doesn't happen. They go and feud up Mm. again. Mm. Nice. It all makes Mm. sense. It makes sense. My second bitch. Sorry, what? Sorry, what? Jack? I have never been called that in my, <laughs> my life. My second pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can I stay in? Yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my second pitch is um, is uh, about the match that Ross didn't remember was actually taking place at mm. Revolution. It's Wardlow versus Samoa Joe. I've said here, it seems like Wardlow might be the favorite to win the match with Samoa Joe because Ring of Honor is about to get this weekly show. The TNT title, it just makes sense to split the belt and the TNT title will go back to AEW. Ring of Honor TV title on Ring of Honor. It all seems to make sense. I say no. I think Joe should win this match after Wardlow is attacked by a man in a balaclava. (laughs) Joe is still the double champion and takes the belt off to Ring of Honor. This achieves two things. One, Joe now has one of the AEW belts on Ring of Honor and that makes Ring of Honor look strong in a way. Uh, this should really, they should really ham this up and uh, call out Tony Khan. And Tony sends a different guy to Ring of Honor each week to try and get the belt back. But they always lose to Joe. Mm-hmm. Eventually, someone can beat him and be a returning hero to AEW TV. And then I've even put Kanosuke to the coach. He did question oh. mark. Um, two. The second reason this is a good idea: the next week on Dynamite, we see footage of the masked assailant of Wardlow coming back from ringside. Backstage, we see them remove the mask and Jinkies. It's MJF. Yes, even on the night of probably the biggest match of his life, this one-hour Ironman match against Brian Danielson, he's still taking the time to screw Wardlow. Why? Because he never got revenge on Wardlow for humiliating him in that one match that time when Mm -hmm. it was really, he just absolutely squashed him. Um, But also, outside of kayfabe, I think Wardlow really is in need of a boost as well. That boost could be a title shot against MJF because in storyline, how does it even make sense that this guy who destroyed MJF has never even been mentioned as a potential challenger now that MJF is actually the champion. Mm. Bizarre. Obviously, MJF will win that match, but hopefully it still, he does it in like a cheap way and it elevates Wardlow still. Mm. Oh, it's a 75% yes for me. There's just the one bit I don't like, and that's the continuation of Ring of Honor and AEW things being muddled together. I want to complete. Mm. Mm. Cut cut them off. (laughs) 
the life source. That's the only part I don't like. Fair the rest enough. of it is lovely. Wardlow getting back up there because it is stupid how he didn't get enough or anything He's after an squashing MJF yeah. like he did. So yep. yeah. That writes that wrong. It d- it does. Um, though the one thing that I could pro- possibly oh my stomach's rumbling. The one thing I could possibly see uh, benefiting from the TNT Championship being on Ring of Honor is that obviously the AEW stars maybe giving Ring of Honor a little bit of something like more eyes maybe on yeah, the on the yeah. product perhaps. So I can see that being a thing. I as don't well. honestly didn't think of that when I. But um, no, well, no, that's okay. Um, and and that's what I'm thinking. Like that could work if Samoa Joe did retain the championship. But you're right. I'd love to see something between Wardlow and MJF. I feel like even though there was the squash match, there's still a lot. There's still a lot there. You got a lot of storyline there as well with like obviously Wardlow being like, you know, he ruined the biggest night of my life when I was to win the uh, TNT championship and everything like that. Mm. So I think there's still a lot of unresolved stuff to be had there. And uh, yeah, I think a big, a big money match between them two um, would do Wardlow the <coughs> world of good. He needs it. He does. And he's been he does. screwed. Uh, Ross, your third oh, and final pitch, please. Jesus Christ. What's okay, happening? What's, up? what's wrong? I'm not, I'm not confident with this one. Oh. MJE, MJ, MJE. <laughs> MJF defeats Brian Danielson in the best pure professional wrestling match we have ever seen with our own eyes. MJF doesn't do one bit of cheating. He just wrestles his arse off oh. and wins this wins this match by one more fall after scoring the winner right at the death, like only going to sell Shire back in 1999. Mm. Mm. After the match, Danielson and MJF found a bit of a moment inside the squared circle. Two blood brothers now in arms brought together by their conflict a tale as old as time Danielson gets on the mic and is like that was good that you're really good wrestling Maxwell you might be even better than me tonight has proven that why the bloody hell do you have to be the way that you are when you can do that the pair let the moment breathe as the crowd rise to their feet in appreciation for Maxwell in the, in the face of what they've just seen for the previous hour he starts to get emotional I've never believed in myself Dan I hate my parents for raising me in a way where I didn't have to do anything now I'm out in the real world with no real world experience and I'm struggling I feel the need to make up I feel the need to make up this bollocks about myself and my colleagues to overcompensate for that, or just to compensate for mm. that. It's a sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad. I've, I've written down there. So Sorry, the, seems to be the. Yeah, I've written down there. Yeah. That's it. It's clear. Uh, but this night, I actually. <laughs> say sorry for the things I've done. I'm sorry, Dan. I make up all this bollocks and wear this mask because I don't believe in myself. But beating you, Dragon, I don't need to be a dick anymore. I'm a good wrestler. <laughs> and now I can be a good person too. Babyface turn has been initiated. Not fully accomplished, oh. but initiated. Ooh. Another pregnant pause is allowed for a positive audience reception to what MJF has just said there. We're seeing growth. We're seeing change. Look in my eyes! What do you see? It's bloody CM Punk. I he thought com- you were going to shout low blow. That's why I want to. He's low blowed him. Look in my oh eyes. Oh my word, it's even more. It's even He's bigger. come back, hasn't he? The bastard. Uh, he comes down <laughs> to the ring and he kicks Maxwell in the groin. He's snot rocket in the crowd. Oh. He spits at oh. Danielson. Oh. He is being the biggest poo house we have seen since Maxwell was at his absolute worst. Punk returns and we kind of pick up where we left off. MJF is being the baby face. He was kind of exposing CM Punk who was the heel all along. Mm. We get Eddie Kingston involved in this. He's floundering at the moment. He gets involved. Maybe he can be the challenger too. Well, uh, just gets involved with Punk and MJF after Punk and MJF have their mm. little feud or big feud going on, going on now. I think we exploit what's gone on recently and I think we just bring back Punk to be an absolute 
arse like he clearly might be in real life. Mm. <laughs> it's, a, oh, it's such a yes for me. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, might as well. He's always been, even though he's most famous for periods of his career when he's been a baby face, he's, he's a more natural healer. Yeah. 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 I do think we've had a little organic baby face turn for Jeff recently. A mm. tiny one. Not a full one. It's because he keeps a teeny tiny one. He keeps when he talks peeling about he back the to, curtains. When he's like, I do this because I'm insecure. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and, and I really enjoy that. Uh, well, <laughs> I enjoy the misery of another human <laughs> uh, No, I really enjoy to see stuff like that and how it plays into uh, in, into his character and into his wrestling stuff and his stories. And um, yeah, like it never felt natural to me when CM Punk came back and he was just a big baby face that came back into the ring being like, I bought it all this down! Oh, it felt natural it, to me. It's so it, good, I love hero. it. And it did I was get like, a bit old, didn't it? it no, it never. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, come on, do something. You, I was like, you, you're on the cusp of doing something, when right? When people kept mentioning, like Hangman and Kingston, when people kept saying, you're actually, no one knows this, you're not a nice guy. Yeah. I thought it was actually leading somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that it was just blokes actually going, no, you're actually not a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew well, it was Hangman said it as well. I'm sure yeah. there was one more. Hangman, one. Kingston, there was definitely uh, one more. Let's, as well. let's capitalize. I don't, yeah, let's yeah, capitalize. Let's I think there was something else recently as well about an eight. I can't remember which wrestler it was, but someone tweeted out something about CM Punk being like maybe abusive and stuff backstage and someone from AEW liked the oh. thing. Oh. It was that someone said this. They, why are we all laughing about Brawl Out? It was an assault. Mm. And Jungle Boy liked that it. Was it. Oh. That was it. Jungle Jack. Jungle Jack Perret. Jungle Jack needs to shut his damn mouth. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Those are the thoughts of Jack no, the Jobber. Not 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 <laughs> and not Cultaholic Ventures. Just a little joke. It was the thoughts of the character Jack the Jobber. Not <laughs> <my son. laughs> um, so, so, uh, so for me personally, if if... AW were to bring back CM Punk, it would have to be in some capacity like this that you just pitched right there. So it's a yes from me. So yeah, it's a yes one. from me as well. Uh, th- uh, you said the, the first one was your strongest pitch. I think that one's just... Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll take good. it. I just thought the Punk thing would have been a bit too much. No, no never. No, no. no. So. There's a lot of speculation around stuff right now, isn't there, as well, with him playing to people in this, that, and the other. So I think it, it makes sense. Mm. It makes sense. Andrew. Yes. Um, uh, once again, everybody, we're going back to dynamite. We're building things. It's a big dynamite. Okay? It's a big dynamite. It's a big dynamite. Uh, with Trent and Chuck getting taken out by the firm last week, it's revealed that they're unable to compete in the match tonight. No. Oh, no. We later see the guns chatting with Stokely Hathaway, Ethan Page, and Lee Moriarty. With Hathaway saying he's managed to pull a few strings, all right? We're going to have Paige and Moriarty entering in the place of the best friends to make sure the tag titles stay firmly within the grasp of the firm come to the, uh, come the conclusion of Revolution. So the match time arrives, and so do the guns as well. Perhaps they're on commentary to talk about their defense of Revolution when actually, in reality, they're really out there to intervene in the match and help their fellow firm members pick up the victory. And uh, they succeed in doing so, eliminating fan-favorite teams to really ramp up the heat on the guns heading into the pay-per-view. That is until the final team, the jokers of the match, are revealed. And it's FTR, everybody. FTR make their return. Last seen in an AEW ring towards the end of December. Um, And I believe that was against the Guns as well. I think the Guns beat them. And then we haven't seen them since. That that feels right. Because then they have stuff with Ring of Honor and the Briscoes. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Much to the surprise of Paige Moriarty and the Guns, though, FTR, they seem a little bit trepidatious. There's a few moments in the match where FTR are almost eliminated, perhaps with the current losing streak Mm. looming over them. Um, but just as it seems like the tide has turned against them, they pull it back and they eke out a victory to cement the place in the match at Revolution. So now we've got the guns 
Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, FTR and the Acclaim, they're all facing off for the championship. Uh, during the match, we can have team-ups like FTR and Acclaim banding together to go to, to take on the guns and Jarrett and Lethal. Uh, and yeah, the face team's taking out the heel and then showing there. So you get FTR and Acclaim then going at it and everything like that. I've put basically, it just feels like there's a lot of unresolved moments between FTR and a lot of the participants, uh, participants sorry, in the match. Obviously, mainly the gun club who stole a win from the boys at the Holiday Bash episode of Dynamite. And... Uh, Perhaps if their contracts are expiring as well and they do plan to do other things, like FTR have said that they might go on and do like the indie stuff for a little bit. I'd love to see maybe the FTR pick up the belts in this match one more time. They have a great run to regain their legacy because I think that was what the guns were all about. Like, we're going to take your mm. legacy away from you and this, that and the other. So they have a great run to, to regain their legacy and, um, and then sort of to cap everything off at the end, we get a final exit match between... FDR and the acclaimed, and then the acclaimed can go over again. And yeah. Ooh. FTR oh. wouldn't come out with this with all this gold. Yeah, I was gold. thinking that. No, as well. I think oh, one, what a I weird think thing one, to say right at the end there. What I think a strange one thing final. I think one final really good run for them before the contracts expire, and then they're like, okay, well, it's time to pass it on. Oh, to so it, this is know? with the view of them yeah, yeah, leaving. Yeah, yeah, us. yeah. yeah. Oh, well, then yeah. it's then it's a yes. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Yes. Thank you. You've you've you nearly and you swerved and then back and then back. Yeah, it was fine. That's oh, a good one. And, and it made me realise that I miss FTR. Mm. I was thinking that too. I thought how it was pretty you, basic. How can you have FTR and then lose them? Slip through your fingers, oh. Tony. What are you doing, Tony? Tony. Tony Tone. <laughs> That's a good pitch, that, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. My final pitch, I think you'll. I think Andrew will like I'm it. I'm excited. Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks all seems set up, as we know, for someone to either debut or somehow screw Ricky. Mm. Especially because people have noticed recently that the stipulation has changed from everyone banned from ringside to, I believe, just the members of JAS are banned from ringside. Now, what I think is going to happen, and I said this to Fraser, and he went, oh, no, because he thought, oh, he agreed with me. that I think that Action Andretti will screw Starks and join the JAS. Oh, no. oh. That's exactly what Fraser did as well. It is going to happen, isn't it? It's going to be that. Oh. Do you think... Oh, how oh, it's just gonna be like Garcia, yeah. Mark Two, isn't it? Like, yeah. oh, he's an entertainer, mm. but he's a bit. Large. It might not, <laughs> but just from our reaction there, <laughs> if it does, I don't think people will be too. I think it's too predictable. Yeah. But instead, what I want to happen is something nobody can predict, something totally out of left field. So mm. here we go. They've gone back and forth, having a competitive match with false finishes. Stark surviving Jericho's heel tactics and his various finishes. He survives the walls. He kicks out of the code breaker. He even gets, on, he even gets a foot on the ropes after a Judas effect. Oh. Jericho gets the baseball bat and the ref tries to, the ref's distracted. Like, Get, put that down. Action Andretti gets in the ring from behind. The crowd are like, oh no. But instead of portraying Starks, he pulls out a pocket watch and says, action freeze, and hits the pocket. He loves it already. <laughs> Time stops. What is this in reference to? It's like Bernard's watch. Ah, Bernard's watch. Is that what he used to say? Actually, no, no, no. I've just totally made that up. <laughs> like no, this that. is an original That's creation. A I don't remember the little yeah. creep being like in the corner going. <laughs> no, but because I wanted to make it slightly more cartoonish, he's got a he's got a catchphrase when he when he does action it, freeze. and he doesn't just click it. He goes action freeze, <laughs> like um, Ben Ten. Where he does the watch. I'm slightly like, too old for Ben Ten. Well, I am. And so are you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got younger relatives. We might yeah. have watched it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Andretti sits down in the ring and mulls it all over. Now, Fraser asked when I read this out to him, he said, does the crowd freeze as well? That's what does I'm thinking. Does it freeze thinking. the world or does it just freeze the Maybe ring? it's just wrestlers, isn't it? A spell he's got over wrestlers. Maybe. Andretti sits down in the ring and mulls all this over. Jericho did offer him a lot of money and a spot in the JAS to take out Starks, but that's just not right. Still, it's a tempting offer, though. Under Jericho's guidance, he could be set up for life. 
of Pub Braggart. He's saying this all into a mic while musing to himself. Oh, I was going to say it. Can it not be like, we see him sat in the ring and he's like doing plays this. Plays over there. And then there's like <laughs> yeah, a yeah, voiceover. Yeah, 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 he's playing fair. over the top. Thank you for that. That's improved it. <laughs> Finally, he makes a decision. He goes over to a frozen Jericho, takes the bat from his hands and absolutely smacks Chris with it. Now, this will admittedly be a test of Jericho's toughness because he's still frozen, so he can't sell it. <laughs> so you just got to take the bat. He lays Jericho down, puts Starks on top and gets out of the ring. He gets to the top of the ramp, gets the pocket watch back out and goes, action, unfreeze! <laughs> and everything starts again. Jericho gets mysteriously KO'd. Starks is already on top of him and the ref's confused and counts three and everyone doesn't know what's going on. Action turns to the camera, winks, and heads off into the sunset. <laughs> this could lead to... I've even put, as this a, could lead as to... An <laughs> yeah, of course it could. This could lead to a wacky run of Rampage episodes, because no one cares about Rampage anyway, <laughs> where Andretti one week freezes time and then loses the watch, and he has to find it while everything's frozen. This could take anywhere from one week to six months. Imagine the hijinks. It could turn out that someone, like Danhausen, stolen the watch or oh something. Oh, my God. Or, yeah, yeah, it, it writes itself. It writes itself, right? It does write action itself. Action freeze! It really, right. There's one minor action change unfreeze. I would make. Okay. When action smacks Jericho, a frozen Jericho with the bat, just have Jericho explode into a thousand pieces. <laughs> yeah. so he's never seen from again. Like George Miz. Yes. But not into yeah. chips. Nah, just... Mm. But it is a very, very good pitch. <laughs> it is a very, very it's good straight pitch. straight from the NXT playbook. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And it gives action Andretti because uh, uh, it's. I realised this week his theme at the start does go lights, camera, action. Oh my god, does it? Oh, oh yes, that's so it all, good. It does write itself. Freeze. Oh, I'm worried. Um, but uh, apart from this pitch, I am genuinely worried that he is going to turn on Ricky Starks. No? It's probably going to happen. Mm, yeah, 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 I think yeah. so. And then Jericho will do his whole. We, we fooled you all along. Yeah, he has a pair of leather trousers, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sports entertainer. Look at Sammy and Ty, they'll get it on anywhere. <laughs> I love that pro. Um, that, yeah, thanks for that. Yes. Um, at the start, when Ross went, this is AEW, all the pitches have to be serious all the time. I was a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it seems to have turned out okay. Oh, it was fantastic. Well, thanks. More than okay. Thanks for joining me in this pitches journey. And thanks to everyone for watching the pitches as well. Leave your thoughts and opinions on all of these pitches in the comment section down below. We've got a busy weekend of pay-per-view action. Mm -hmm. Oh, be Sunday night. Remember, it's not a Saturday one, it's a Sunday. Sunday. Live reactions, I assume, are happening, are they, Andy? Yeah, between me and Adam. So we'll be live reacting over at cultaholic.com. No, youtube.com forward slash cultaholic forward slash live. And then we've got the uh, predictions tomorrow going nice. out as well. I've got what happened out coming out in the immediate aftermath or as soon as we can after the event itself. And WTF on s Monday evening. S Monday, Monday evening. <laughs> it's a Sunday show, remember? Not a Saturday one. And um, <laughs> I've forgotten like two seconds. Ago, <laughs> yeah. so. And we'll all be very tired next week because I bet I can just imagine it gets like 4 a.m. and there's still an hour long Iron Man match to yeah. get. Uh, thank you very much for watching this video. Leave your own pictures. I've said all that already. Thank you very much, and we'll see you jolly soon. Toodle pep. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.